This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright, in charge of all the controls and the mothership, audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. As always, you can find us in info at mx3.vip, and you can find us at mx3.vip on our website. Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at MX3 podcast. Please don't forget to give us the likes, the subscribes, and hit the bell for the icon to get notified of future content. Money Motivation and Mike is covering freedom of speech. What a topic. And I need to, I need to express one thing here to everyone before, before we get into this. And I'm also going to give you some stats. But just as a disclaimer, as I've said many times on this show, these are my opinions, my knowledge, my information, my experiences, and only mine. Any, any comments, questions, answers, uh, thoughts need to be directed to me, as I've already said, info at mx3.vip. And I believe today you might have some thoughts that you're going to be sending my way because I am going to have a poll at the end of this show for you to send in and give us your thoughts on freedom of speech. And, and we'll get to that here momentarily. But also, right now, as Jason has given me right before the show started, our current numbers, which in the month of May 2023 was 25,468 downloads. Four shows, 25,468. Uh, doesn't take you long to figure out that we're hovering around the, the, the uh, 63, 6400 range per episode in the month of May. May continuing to put up. Uh, what I call astronomical numbers. I'm extremely, extremely happy with those numbers as we continue to grow the show. Approaching our one-year anniversary coming up here in the 1st of July. New things coming down the pipe. Uh, some exciting stuff that we'll be bringing to you in the, in the future shows to come. And when I say future shows, here within the, just the next couple of weeks, you will be wanting to tune in. Now, with that being said, of our listening audience that we are obviously so happy and excited about with the numbers that we're continuing to, to put on put on the show. 98% of our listeners right now reside in North America, but this is where we have broken into other territories, not only in this country, not only in this continent, but around the world. We are now being listened to or watched on YouTube in four different continents. North America, of course, South America, Europe, and Asia. Four of the seven continents we are now have listening audience in that, I mean, I'm, I'm flattered. It, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up uh, of, of what you think of our show. For those of you who, are, who watch online and uh, for those who are listening right now, to my right, I have a, a world map called the continents of the earth that my lovely daughter Brooke made for me in January of 2001 at the tender age of four years old in the preschool that she was attending. It is excellent work, especially for a four-year-old and it's the continents. It's all seven and it's the continent song that maybe many, many of you I'm sure uh, was taught and learned whenever you were growing up. So for those of you who are traveling down the road, listening to the podcast, working out wherever you are, and you're not in front of the, the YouTube channel, you might want to go there in, in the uh, near future and take a look at this lovely piece of art that now is 22 years old that I know will be a part of my life, especially till at least the day I die. Now, back in North America, here are our top five 
cities that listen to Money Motivation and Mike on a regular basis. The number one listening audience, and I believe it's what, 12 to 14%, something like that, Jason. Seattle, Washington, the number one listener in the United States of America, the number one listener in the world. Jacksonville, Florida is number two. Atlanta, Georgia, number three. New York City, New York, number four. Number five, Honolulu. I think we should, I think it's our obligated duty, Jason, to make, to go off site and go to Honolulu to do podcasts and YouTube shows. I, I think it's definite. You know, last December, we did quite a few shows down in uh, the lovely Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. And I think it's time for us to go to Honolulu and hang out for about a week, talk to people on the beach. You can run around behind me with the camera and we could do podcasts. Right there. Maybe, maybe we'll go um, uh, out on a surfing board or something. No, probably not. All right. Since we are based in Texas, the number one Texas city comes in at eighth, and that's Dallas, Texas. So very, very excited. Four continents, lots of cities, and it's border to border, coast to coast. It's not in a, in a confined area. Well, this is, as I said, 98% of our listeners are in North America and only... Is it 12, 13, 14? What is it, Jason, on Seattle? Seattle is 12%. 12%. Our largest listening audience is only 12%. That to, to me, that would tell you, us, that we are very diversified, and we have a lot of listeners in a lot of places. Now, back to the matter at hand, and we'll see how far we get here with our, with our current show and I, I'm, I'm anticipating this possibly being a two episode, but we'll just see where we go. Freedom of speech. It's been on my mind here some time. You know, uh, we, we have a lot of thoughts that go on with freedom of speech and a whole lot of those thoughts that we are as uh, not only Americans, but living in this on, on in, the, in this continent, living in this world. The freedom of speech is a very controversial topic. Now, in the United States of America, the freedom of speech came right off the bat when the when the men, when, when the amendments were put together in 1776 and the First Amendment. And I'm going to read some of these things to you, as you always know. I like to bring I like to bring the dictionary version of exactly what we all read, and then and then and then go from there and, and express my my opinions and my information uh, from that point. But the First Amendment gives Americans five basic freedoms. Number one is freedom of speech. I want you to think about that. The First Amendment, the, 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 the Americans have freedom of speech. That is the first line of the amendments of the Constitution of the United States. Number one, freedom of speech. Number two, press. Number three is petition. Four is assembly. And five is religion. Now, right there is, is, is a couple of uh, of shows in its hand. The First Amendment gives Americans five basic freedoms, freedom of speech being number one. With all five are important, perhaps freedom of speech is talked about the most. Freedom of speech is the cornerstone of our democracy. Although what you say can have consequences, like losing friends or a job or someone in your neighborhood or, 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 or a team, whatever, it gives Americans the right to express opinions without government censorship or control. And more importantly, you can't go to jail for expressing your opinion. Now, there's other things and other circumstances and other consequences that come along with, we'll just say picketing. You're out, you're out, you're out doing a, a picket. 
You're out expressing your opinion. You and I both many times have seen people in handcuffs go into jail over freedom of speech. Now, we don't know the circumstances, and I'm sure that violence has been factored into that. But that's the first thing I think of here when it says that that you have the rights to go out and do these things without government censorship or control. Now, I'll also say this. Sometimes it's censored and sometimes it isn't. It depends on the topic. It depends on the person. And it depends on maybe your color, maybe your age. And obviously, that's when we get into racism. And it doesn't it seem like that some people get away with everything and some people don't get away with anything. Freedom of speech, it not only protects speech of people like you, but speech of people that don't speak. Because when it comes to free speech, either everyone is protected or no one is at all. Well, that's what it says. And going back to what I just what I just said, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. It doesn't, excuse me. And I don't think in this day and age that it does work that way. It allows citizens to support political movements and candidates. It gives people the power to call out government corruption and abuse. And most importantly, it empowers people to give unpopular opinions. Now, right there on those subjects, it allows political movement and candidates to be supported. That's your freedom of speech. Now, doesn't it appear that... And I'm going to go back and I'm going to read, read a quote that, that I have came up with. Many people, other people have, have said it as well, but it, but it is something that I believe. Freedom of speech, and here I quote my, my own comments, you have the right to say what you want as long as you agree with me. That's what freedom of speech is right now to me. If you don't agree with what I've got to say, then I don't want to hear your freedom of speech. If you agree with me, I want you to get up here on the front line and put your shoulder up beside me and we'll hold hands and we'll go out against our, 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 our topics, uh, our, our movement, whatever, it, whatever the case is, whatever it is you're after. You have the right to say what you want as long as you agree with me. I, I really do believe that. And like I say, this is just my opinion, but it's my opinion from observance. It's my opinion from looking at the media. It's my opinion of looking at, at, at social media, at the TV, the radio, etc., the newspaper. That's how I feel about that. The Civil Rights Movement is a perfect example of freedom of speech in action. During the 1950s and 1960s, civil rights activists such as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. were able to use freedom of speech as a tool to force change within society. Obviously, we know that uh, the, the JFK and LBJ administrations there of the 1960s were, were big behind uh, freedom of speech as well. And, 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 and a first lady back in the 1940s, which I'll touch on here in just a minute, uh, did also. But today's politically changed client, some people believe that the government should restrict certain speech. Well, frankly, I think they already do. But thankfully, because the First Amendment, everything from car commercials to ferry protests are protected. Once again, I would say. Sometimes they are, and sometimes they aren't. Now, as I said a couple of paragraphs before, freedom of speech gives the people the power to call out government corruption and abuse. We've had two presidents impeached in the last 30 years. That didn't do anything. They got impeached. They didn't leave office. In the last 50 years, we had a president resign. None of these people spent time behind bars. 
I don't even think they got their hands slapped. We, we have things that go on right now with, with our current administration, with our former administration that's now back up for re-election. And things go on and on and on. And this person's getting indicted. And this president's uh, 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 children are getting indicted. And they're being interviewed. Whatever comes of it. Does anybody have an answer to that, Jason? I, it, it's, I, I guess they're expressing their freedom of speech. No one's ever held accountable for this stuff. But, but it makes the news every day. And it doesn't make any sense to me why we continue to do this stuff, spend thousands and thousands and millions and millions and even billions of dollars on this crap that uh, of taxpayer citizens monies to go after these things that at the end of the day amount to nothing. I mean, you think about this now, whether you are or you aren't a, a Trump supporter, whether you believe or disbelieve whether the stuff that comes out of his mouth is true or not, he's been impeached and he's up for reelection. And right now he's probably the top candidate for the Republican party. So what, what does it mean to be impeached? To me, that's like getting hung in the, in, in the, in the, the local square. You, you're, that's, that's a big time deal. Not in this country. It just means you get to go do it again the next day, I guess, because I, accountability is, well, you know what we need to do? We need to have more accountability conversations on this show and continue to talk to people about what it means to be accountable. Maybe we could do some show recordings and send them up to Washington, D.C. I think everybody up there could, uh, could use some of that. How in the world, when it comes to freedom of speech, and, and in this United States of America, in this Washington, D.C. capital, freedom of speech is also the freedom to spend. And, and we haven't balanced a budget and win. And even if we do, a week later, they just do some kind of amendment and print some more money and send it some and typically send it to somewhere else outside these borders and these boundaries from border to border, coast to coast. I don't know. Um, as I said, 1960s, JFK, LBJ, and going all the way back to the, the 1940s with uh, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt and the Universal Declaration of Human Rights of 1948. And believe it or not, at that time, Jason and listening audience, only 19 states had had everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. Only 19 states in 1948 were we doing such. And going all the way back to the 1700s, one of the world's first freedom of press acts was introduced in Sweden in 1776. Excuse me, excuse me, 1766. Obviously, 1776 was on my brain for obvious reasons as the birth date of this country. But the Freedom of Speech Act introduced by the Swede, in Sweden in 1766 mainly was due to the classical liberal membership of the parliament. So here you go again. A group doesn't like what another group is doing, so they go out and express freedom of speech. And then here we go, back and forth, back and forth, left and right, up and down. And, and has that roller coaster, that merry-go-round, that whatever, continued to this day, probably thicker and stronger than ever. And a whole lot of that is because of social media. And while we're right there, as I continue to go through my notes and talk about some of the things that I wanted to talk about, social media, freedom of speech. And, and Jason and I were talking off the air. Why does YouTube and, and Twitter and all these other social media outlets, why are they allowed to censor your stuff? 
Why are they allowed? If you agree with them, just like I said in my comments, you have the right to say and do what you want as long as you agree with me. So why is it that some people get to go on there and say what's really on their mind and other people get to go on these outlets and say what's really on their mind and they get blocked and lose their account within a matter of minutes? I don't know. Freedom of speech, number one, number one amendment in the United States of America in the Constitution, 1776. It, it applies to some and some it does not. Freedom of speech also allows you the right to seek information and ideas, the right to receive information and ideas, and the right to impart information and ideas. So seeking information and receiving information. It's the two things that we do on this show most and try to pass those along to you. And today it's about freedom of speech. And and I and I know that when we get through with this episode, so many of you are going to be saying, What is freedom of speech? And I don't really know either. I know what it I know what it says. I know what it says and what it should be. I know what the definitions are, but frankly, it depends on who you are, what you are. And that that goes into our poll that we're going to be doing here in, in, in just a minute. So, you know, when you read and you go Google freedom of speech, and one of the first things that comes up uh, about freedom of speech is that freedom of speech is, un- to, is understood to be fundamentals in a democracy. And we live in a democracy. And freedom of speech is the biggest fundamental of that democracy. But democracy. But sometimes we get lost. And we get lost because of the limitations. Now, those limitations have gotten stronger and stronger, in my opinion, where it used to be about slander and pornography and obscenity, etc., the fighting words. Uh, but limitations to me have went farther than that, where the freedom of speech is not regarded as an absolute by some with most legal systems generally setting limits on the freedom of speech, particularly when freedom of speech conflicts with other rights and protections, such as in the cases of what I just said with slander and pornography and obscenity and fighting words and intellectual property. When you go out and damage intellectual property. Now I went back over here a while ago and I was thinking about the first definition of freedom of speech and those five supporting uh, 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 headers of what the freedom of speech is. And if you remember that number five was religion. So why do we not pray in a school anymore? Or why should we pray in a school? It says right here that in my opinion, you can, it's number five. So we can get together and we can have, a, a, we can get together and report as press. We can go outside and say what we want to do. We can, we can petition people in a, in, a, in a picket line. We can have assembly with one another. And the fifth one, once again, is religion. But like I've said before on this show, that dollar bill stills, still says, in God we trust. Sometimes I wonder what God is it that we're trusting. The Internet obviously has changed a lot of things. But, you know, it goes back farther than all of the, all of the, um, Let's say the, the, the notoriety that it has received over, let's just say, the last decade, the last two day, decades, because we all know that the World Wide Web kind of kicked off there in the early 90s, the 92, 93, 94. That's when it really took off. I know that it existed before then, but the Communication Act of 1996 was the first major attempt by the United States Congress to regulate pornographic material on the Internet. In 1997, 
in the landmark cyber law case of Reno versus ACLU, the Supreme Court practically overturned the law. So in 1996, the United States Congress passed the law, and in 1997, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned it to where it was de- it was determined that it was unconstitutional to keep pornographic material off the internet. And now you can go and you can find that stuff at the at the push of a button. And we wonder why some of the things that go on in this world go on. The possibility of information, the possibility to go out and get knowledge is bigger, thicker than ever before. And it's bigger today than it was yesterday. And it'll be bigger tomorrow than it is today. And the internet has changed a whole lot of those things, not only on freedom of speech, but a lot of other stuff that personally I believe is, is, is a lot of negativity. Uh, but once again, those are my opinions and my opinions only. Uh, as we started talking about this subject, Jason said, blot me out of this uh, particular subject because I know we're going to get a lot of feedback and hopefully it'll all be directed at you. Uh, Guilt by association, Jason. Uh, Since uh, our three names, two of them are the same, you really are guilty as charged, sir. But nevertheless, yes, they are my opinions. I come up with every topic that we do on this show. I come up with every opinion. Um, Jason does all the other things. So, When we get here to the end of this episode, which we are coming to, I have a question for you. We're going to take a poll, and we're going to take a poll for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're going to take a poll for a couple of weeks. It's going to go into the next show, and let's just say sometime in mid-June, I will release the information that we receive from you through our email. Now, remember, info at mx3.vip where you can always find Money, Motivation, and Mike. You also can just go to lmx3.vip, and then it will take you to the proper place where you can where you can contact us. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is, does freedom of speech apply to everyone? And does it apply to everyone on the same level? My opinion is no. And my opinion is it gets broader and broader, wider and wider from the top to the bottom, Every day. So, who has listening audience in four continents? Did I mention four continents, Jason? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm I'm real proud of that. Listening audience, who has the least amount of freedom of speech? Not only in this country, but in this world. And number one is the white male. And number two is the white female. Number three is the African-American male. Number four is the African-American female. And number five, we're going to call other. Your your Native American, your Hispanic, uh, the Europeans, the French, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, which, which group in this, in this country, which group in this world has least amount of freedom of speech? The white male, the white female, the African-American male, the African-American female, or other. And we're going to take this poll over the next couple of weeks. 
I saw a poll like this taken. And frankly, I wasn't surprised by what ended up being the number one uh, topic that was chosen as the least group of freedom of speech. There's your five topics. Jason, you, can we somehow get that put on the, on the website? Working on it now. Oh, always right thinking the same exact things that I am. Your last name is right. That's right. <laughs> and so you, you were right on it. No punt intended. Yes. When you get into topics such as these freedom of speech and race and religion and some of these other things that we're going to be covering, you know, on Money, Motivation and Mike, we always stay on the positive side of things. And as you can say, to, can see today, I don't believe that I took a stance on any either direction on especially on politics, especially on religion. Uh, just like I said, uh, uh, it, it says here one of your one of your freedom of speech is is, is religion. So why can't you do this? Or why should you be able to do this? Why don't you get to do this? Prayer, whatever. Uh, Same thing with the politics and the the administrations that we've had over the last decade, the administrations that we've had over the last 30, 40 years, and the things that have not went correct starting at the state, at the nation's capital in Washington, D.C., America. All those things, uh, you you think about that stuff. And then you go and tell me... um, which one of these groups that you feel has the least amount of freedom of speech today? Positively motivating you to become a better person on a regular basis. You can always reach us info at mx3.vip. Our website is mx3.vip. And you can also go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at MX3 podcast. And please give us like subscribes and hit the bell icon so that you receive a notification anytime we have new content, which, as you always know, is every Monday morning at nine o'clock. Money Motivation of Mike continues to be impressed with the listeners of this listening audience and the body of work that you continue to comment on. It is flattering um, to the infinite degree. For everyone who's been a part of this one, live your life the right way.